Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Philadelphia, man, you talk about the city of brotherly love. This course ain't got no love. I see you, Jake the Snake. Okay, you thirsty brat. I see you, girl. What's up now? What's up Daddy now? Flex. Oh, yeah. I see you. It's got to be in the hair. You see the hair flowing through there? Looks like a shampoo commercial. No limit, Nate. I see you, baby. Go. Oh! Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. I see you. And the amazing Chris Randazzo. I see you. (laughs) (laughs) You can do that because he said that more than once. That's we here on this week's understatement. <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This week, Chris got to pick. He chose. I'm just going to say it normally. American Ninja you. Warrior, season ten, episode seven, the L.A. City Finals. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Just say hello because we just like to converse with you. So. Chris, hi. I have I don't I don't think I've ever watched an episode of this show on my own. I think you have made me watch it a couple of times for some reason. Um this show gets unbelievably frustrating to me. <laughs> and like this episode in particular, okay? The Hawaiian dude like with the curly hair, long curly hair. Oh, the one top. who kept dicking around and got eliminated. Yeah. Oh, so I like okay. So it's you know all right. <laughs> American Ninja Warrior, comp- competitive obstacle course thing. Okay, point A to point B, with a bunch of pain in the assery in between. And there was this one gentleman. Don't know any of their names, um, but he was really tall, really gangly, and very cocky. He did complete the round, the, the the thing, but every time didn't he, he no he went out on the um oh he, he did went out fall on the, he fell on the ninth obstacle what the, the heck was the ninth obstacle it was the, the batons yes the baton pass that's right yeah he fell on the baton but pass. he made it to the qualifiers so he he qualified to possibly get to Vegas is that the next one yeah yeah so you do there's there's a big qualifying round that's half the course that ends at the warped wall. Okay. And then this is the city finals, and that's and after the city finals, you get to move on to the actual course. Gotcha. Um, so that that warped wall to me, it looked like there were two lanes. Is, is that a thing? There were. Okay, okay. So let me let me explain a bit. So the in the qualifying rounds, the course ends at that warped wall, and they added for this season a. How many feet was the super? The regular one? wall is fourteen and a half feet, I think, and the super wall was eighteen, Ooh. which is just absurd. <laughs> but if you were able, you had a chance. If you got there, you get three. You get three chances to to climb the warped wall. Okay. Um, or you could take a chance at the mega wall, and if you made it to the top, 
you'd get $10,000. But if you didn't make it to the top, you only had one more chance to climb the warped wall. And you, did you have to do the mega wall again? No. no you okay. could do the right. You, you only get one chance regular. at the mega wall. Okay. That's okay. it. Um, and so this one, they changed one of the obstacles in the beginning. I don't remember what it was. In it was the, the arrow. The, the oh, yeah, the, the, the first steps. Thing. They used to be the, uh, and they didn't what did they look... call those? The jumping steps or whatever? It was an it was they it was an arrow thing. Well, yeah, these ones were the archer steps. Archer I forget steps. what they called the ones that there were before, which I think are harder than the, the yeah. archer steps because it was the, the one that you had to go back and forth. Exactly, yeah, go back and forth on all these different platforms, and this was just a couple of arrows and a rope. So I don't know. <laughs> and then a couple of people that, didn't make it to like they made it to the rope, but then like missed the dismount and had to go back. And then that <laughs> happens a lot on the, the regular steps, especially yes. with the uh, rookies. Yes. Yeah. That that happens a lot with them. Then they moved on to the jumper cables. Okay. Uh, and then they moved on to the spinning bridge. The uh, spinning. Br- oh, yep, yep, yep. The the, 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 the run balls, of just balls, the giant that you had. balls. Yeah. Uh, and it was weird with that one. Either you made it clean, or no, or <laughs> you were toast. You were toast. Yeah. Like one dude, I can't like yet again. Can't remember who it was, but like tripped halfway through and had such momentum that he just like. Like kind of slid rolled across the to the through. end, yeah. <laughs> Which was convenient for him, but then there was that tall, like I'm gonna say six two, who just got like all tangled up in the ropes, and oh, he yeah. was done. Rolled right out. Anywho, yep. after, after that, that's the flying shelf grab. Which is yep. uh, these those three like cylinders that had a yep. uh, three inch little things you could grab on them. Yep. Then after that was the doorknob drop. Yeah. Which they definitely changed for the for the finals because in the qualifiers, I don't know if you saw when they were showing the replays of when people fell mm-hmm. last time. Those drops were fast. Okay, so th- I don't. That's what I thought, but then uh, I don't. What was his? What's the Gaba uh, Gaba 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 Goob Goob Akbar Akbar <laughs> Akbar? He's like be a Mila. Oh, okay, he's like, oh, here comes the drop, here comes the drop, and I'm like, yeah, like yeah, it, but it's the a, drop is mad slow. Yeah, and I couldn't <laughs> it tell was if it was because people were like, like, it was just a different kind of challenging because it was a controlled drop rather than a fast drop. I don't know which one would be harder. I think the fast drop. Yeah, because hands you're down. you're hanging on to that. You know that three-inch doorknob, yeah, but, but apparently some of them spun. What the fuck yeah. is that? Some of the doorknobs spin. Other yeah. So the doorknob <laughs> drop was, if you didn't watch the episode, it's a handful of doorknobs just like scattered across these these boomerang-shaped plates, and some of them spin and some of them don't. And what happened was, is on the uh, on the qualifying courses, you'd get to the top, but there'd be no real trigger for when that's going to drop. And it was the same way with this one. You get there, and once you kind of get to that top one, it's going to drop like at some point, but sometimes it's immediately, and sometimes it takes a couple of seconds for it to actually click and drop. Mm -hmm. And since it's a surprise and there's no real way to plan for it, when the drop was super fast, it was just like, and it took less than a second for it to drop and then slam down at the bottom. And this one was more of a very controlled drop. Once it started dropping, you had at least a half a second to prepare for when it stops, which it wasn't going like, to jerk you down. It seemed like to me that on the on the the final course that you sort of had to use your weight to like yeah, trigger the to drop. To trigger it down. Yeah, and then even then you're in control of that. It it seemed but to yes, me But yes, but that involved you expending more energy. There was, I remember watching an episode of this, and as opposed to it being the doorknob drop, it was like, like, um, you know, the fake rock wall things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like, as the person was going across it, some of them released. 
<laughs> is that is that is that a, a fake memory that I just put into my head, or is that a possibility? Like some of them were just faulty, and that like when you went to go put your weight on it, it let go, or is that like what's that other one with the Asian theme where people just get knocked the crap out of them? Oh, MXC. That sounds like an MXC. Okay, thing. I might yeah. be com- combining Usually the two. Usually, pieces of the course don't just fall off for hilarity's sake. <laughs> okay. All right, I've combined the two shows. Okay. So after the doorknob drop, you get to the warped wall. Yep. And that was where the you know the qualifiers ended. So the finals then moved on to the salmon ladder, mm-hmm. which is you know a salmon ladder. Mm-hmm. If you've ever watched Arrow, you know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, followed by the giant cubes. Which, as oh, Karen pointed geez. out, none of them were cubes. No, no, <laughs> none of them were cubes, and they looked horrible. Yeah, that, I, was, that I looked, looked that, like, like such what? misery hanging from a cable. Like that what was just monster bad. came up with that idea. <laughs> and that, that, that poor that short girl. Oh my god, we were just that about poor to short girl. She got stuck in a split. <laughs> and it was just like there. They, that's one of those things. It's just. So it's the kind of it's not really an equalizer with a, a ninja warrior, but it's like if you're tall, you some sometimes you're going to have an advantage, and well, if you're short, sometimes you're going to have an advantage. But like that, the the tall, gangly Hawaiian dude who could span that distance mm-hmm. was too tall to use because there was there was like maybe two lips on like one side of each of the blocks. Yeah. So the rest of the time, you had to use like just traction at the bottom with your mm-hmm. shoes and, and his legs really, were so long yeah. that he couldn't get to it also the the taller folks tend to be heavier so yes. they have to hold more weight mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so On after a the three inch cubes, lip i remember them yeah, keep saying three. That. <laughs> no that three inches was the um the what's it the, the flying shelf the flying shelf this was this was like one inch really was it? it was like yeah, this was smaller than um, that. That's not right. That's which was that's just just bananas. No. Okay, so after the after cubes, this, you get the baton pass, where you're like, <laughs> there are these batons in these like little racks, and you have to take them out and slide them in to cross this whole ridiculous jungle gym know, of you jungle you. gym thing, monkey bars. There it is. And then followed by the spider trap, which is hilarious because they've had this this thing for the longest time where you just you start you have to just kind of spider crawl your way up. <laughs> and this time they're just doors. like we're just going to throw put a bunch of hundred pound doors in the way, you know, <laughs> two fifty pound doors that swung outwards, <laughs> and they they locked into the wall flat. So like if yeah. your finger is there, you're, <laughs> you're in pain. Yeah. <laughs> As Chris said, as when we first saw it, they just put three sets of doors on there that say "fuck you" on the bottom <laughs> side. <laughs> that is true. All right, so that's the course. That's the course. Now, a couple of highlights for me: um, the girl getting caught in the split that made mm. me laugh, and I felt bad for laughing, but I laughed. Um, the, the 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 okay when the Hawaiian dude lost. Like okay, yeah. he fell. That made me feel better because I was like, "This this guy does, like he he shouldn't. He's dancing too much. It's aggravating. He's taking too long. So on and so forth." Then he got booted out by like sheer time. Like the the the, the religious kid that was opening the up papal ninja. <laughs> the kid was opening the doors with his head. His head, yeah. <laughs> I was like, "All right, that's this is a good move. It's a solid play." Uh-huh. And my one qualm, well, I had a couple of qualms, but the biggest qualm I had was the dude with alopecia. 
Mm-hmm. Not one bald bull comment made. Yeah, nobody makes bald. No, it's, they, his, that was a comp- name is Bull, and he's bald, and nobody says bald bull because nobody knows Punch Out on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, boo. But I feel like maybe that he's probably heard a bunch of that in his lifetime and he's got something in his contract because that guy is like a an A&W veteran. And yeah, he's so been around. I, not, for, I mean, he was I amazing. I feel like some of, these, some of these people get to dictate in their contracts like, okay, I'm going to come on the show, but here's what you're, you're going to do. You're going to talk about my charity or you're going to, you know, not use use this word, don't use that word. And Akbar, you can't call me this and you can't make up these nicknames, okay? <laughs> the Akbar at one point in time looked it's, at that Hawaiian dude. He's like, "Dude, you got to move." Yeah. <laughs> the Akbar clause. <laughs> so, uh, what did you, what did you think of this show? I uh, you know, see it there's too much fluvia for me. Like I feel like yes. Thirty percent of the people take it like super seriously, and then the other ones are just annoying. Like the kid doing, uh, like <laughs> it was. I don't think they actually showed his full run, but like you know, they came back from commercials and he tried to do a backflip or something and fell on his ass. <laughs> like, just this is this is hard for most people in the world. <laughs> Saddle up. So so here's the thing. I this is one of those situations where I'm just I'm just so happy this even exists because uh I used to watch this on G4 um just Ninja Warrior right. when it was on G4. Uh it's called the Sasuke tournament in Japan. Okay. Um it's not called Ninja Warrior in Japan. Uh Ninja Warrior was just what they named it when they brought it over to America to play in like the, on the afternoons in on G4 because they were just importing whatever they could. Right. Um and the show was just so much different because it was all the runs. It was just pure athleticism. It was just watching all these people do the runs. Mm-hmm. And what else was great about what really interesting is just how different the culture is in Japan because there were no professional parkour people. There weren't any people that were just like, yeah, I'm a professional jumping enthusiast <laughs> or I'm a rock climber. That's what I do for I live in I live out of my van with my dog and I climb rocks for a living. Like those no, people didn't Get exist. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I'm yeah. A professional jumping enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> but in on the Japanese one, it was just like, and this guy's a gas station attendant, and this guy's an accountant, and you know, it was just all equal. And they didn't do those stupid just like and here's the emotional story of how this guy lost his father and here's the emotional story of how this mother raised three kids and has a fence and (laughs) (laughs) it's It's just like everyone's got this like very emotional story and they go into these big long backstories and it's just like all right time for me to go to the kitchen and do some dishes while we're talking about the entire history of everything this guy's ever done Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because there, there was none of that. Um, but then they stopped airing the Sasuke tournament in America because they, they invented American Ninja Warrior, which when it started, it was uh, a contest to get to the actual Sasuke tournament. Okay. So what they would do is they would have them, like American Ninja Warrior started as like a bunch of these small exercises and whatnot, and then the winners would get to go and compete in the actual tournament. Okay. Yeah, That's it was what I like thought. a 
reality elimination kind of thing. Exactly. Okay. Then they started building their own American Ninja Warrior course, and that's kind of how it eventually morphed into the show American that American Ninja Warrior. <laughs> exactly. And there's Australian Ninja Warrior. Uh, there's there's a bunch of them like done all over the world now, and uh, it, it was it was cool it's watching. It's a global industry. <laughs> exactly, and it was really cool watching, particularly the older ones. And, you know, some of the earlier ones here, because, like, they, they mentioned it on the show, like, Olympians will come and try this out. Athlete, all kinds of athletes will come and try this out. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun to watch them uh, attempt to do this, because when you strip away all the neon lights and stuff that they've added to make it more American, yes, <laughs> it's really impressive to watch. Like, Karen and I really get into watching the people who are taking it seriously, trying to accomplish these runs and really rooting for them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, it's, it's fun. <laughs> it, it, it is, and I get that. It's just that if they just, even if they showed all the runs and got rid of that bullshit, the show would still only be 45 minutes long. Because most of the people aren't finishing the course. And it's like, two three minutes those that finish the course are six seven minutes back and those bad boys of, back to back <laughs> well what that's kind of what's fun about the um so the way this this continues to go is that one of the things that they would never really be able to do on uh the original show and the japanese one is that they could never really plan how long a season's going to be because at a certain point everybody's going to lose right like there were very few people that made it to the top of Mount Midoriyama. Which, is that what it is? That's all right. So that's the ultimate goal is to make it to the top of Mount Midoriyama, which uh, Yama is mountain. So the English translation is uh, Mount Midori Mountain. Uh, I believe they just call it Midoriyama in Japanese, but I I could be. I, I believe wrong. Midori is green, so yes. it's Mount Green Mountain. It's Mount Green Mountain. Nice. Good job. Nice. Um, and that's just it's just a rope. It's really, 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 really long rope, and it's just like you have this this many seconds to make it to the top. Good luck. Are there and there's crocodiles only been like, or something? Nope. nope. It's just like well, because before that you've got to get through stage one, stage two, and stage three, and all stage, in the same time. So all, all in the same run? Not in the same run. Okay. You'll, they'll but do what everybody the, like, gets. Same to, day or set of days. Yeah. Stage one is similar to the qualifying course. Okay. Stage two is all about upper body strength, and it's not timed. Okay. Because after the after like the qualifying course like this, they don't really do time uh, as much anymore. Then it's just more like, it's just like Can you pat on it? the ass, good luck. Because <laughs> <laughs> they they do things like the double salmon ladder and the oh, the spinning chains and all these other like crazy crazy things that are just way more taxing than mm -hmm. even this is to an extent right um and which then, is and impressive because yeah this, then, sh this shit looks taxing <laughs> it is it's crazy <laughs> so and then stage three is just like complete madness and then um you get to do a rope climb Mount Midoriyama. now that you're exhausted climb this rope until you can't <laughs> and that was that was something that i noticed in each of like the the qualifying and then the, the the secondary run the finals whatever you're, they're called that each of the items or the, the 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 things that they had to do were varying in what muscle sect they were using you know like a lot of it is upper body strength but yes. at the same time it's, it, there's other things like the 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 that that giant cube 
That's mm-hmm. also lower body because you have to control your legs and use, you know, it, it just kept, there wasn't just one set. And then you yeah, could there's see. There's also a lot of balance things that get thrown in later on. You could see when, a, when you could pretty much tell that person that you're watching has run out of upper body strength. So yeah. they are not going to make it past this thing because their arms are dead. <laughs> but then sometimes that- they do. <laughs> On this show, that's called Gassed Out, and that's one of the many uh, American Ninja Warrior-isms that uh. have made it into our household vernacular. <laughs> like, we're, you know, running around all day with the kids, and mm-hmm. then we get back, uh, hey, are you doing okay? Mm. Yeah, I'm just gassed out. <laughs> gassed out. <laughs> so, I mean, it's big props to that, the final guy, the, 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 what did you? The Papal Ninja. The Papal Ninja. <laughs> Focused like a laser. He said, I'm going to beat this with the best time. He did. It was like by four milliseconds, but oh he did. Oh, my God. I, he was, was he's climbing the last thing, I'm like, he's not going to beat the time. And then sure as shit. <laughs> by less than a second. By less than a second. Awesome. And it just, like, he was focused. There was no dancing. There was no, oh, shit, look. Oh, you got me last time, obstacle. I beat you this time. Like. It's a fucking inanimate object. Why are you like? So, sometimes I'm okay with with things like that when it's but when it was that dude, the the surfer dude who was just you know hamming it up. Not even and, and well. He didn't have much rhythm. I'm gonna sometimes I'm okay there. with some of the hamming up. It's like I'm okay with the uh, you know when one of the one of the women that had been you know falling on that one obstacle a bunch of times mm-hmm. and then uh, it's just a. She turns around and beat the obstacle. Like, sometimes that's fun, but yeah, yeah, when- it kind of depends on the character and how well you know them. Like we've been watching this show a long time. Some of the people have been around a while. It's like, okay, I'm rooting for this person. I I get what they're about. I'm okay with them like having a bit of a personality with the course. Yeah, like that one dude that was uh, pretty fast uh, or who'd finished the fur for the first time in years. Flip Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. He's been on the show for years, and I hated him when he started because oh my God. because he used to run with a mask on. He had this like porcelain mask on, and he was just like it would cover the it covered the lower half of his face, and he used to like be super emo about him, be like like I wear this mask to hide my pain, and it was like a you know like a <laughs> like a mouth with a bunch of scary teeth in it, so like he would be fierce with his mask on, and he didn't win. And, I mean, he was like. He was super young when he started. Yeah, and he was like, he was and super just pretentious, and, and but now he's been doing it so long, he gave up the mask, and he's like kind of grown up a little bit, and now we're like, all right, Team Flip, let's do this. <laughs> I, I, I'm i not quite there yet, but I'm like, I don't hate you anymore, so. <laughs> not but full I, on I'm, Team Flip, but I don't After I found you. out, that I didn't realize he hadn't finished a, quali- you know, he hadn't finished a, a qualifying course in, what was it, like five seasons. I was like... All right, yeah, then I am kind of rooting for you now. See, but like, if you don't finish the qualifier for five seasons, how how do you keep getting back there? It's still a TV show. Well, yeah, they do they do tryouts. Like before they even get to these, there's like there's um, our friend Brian Rauchy. He's uh, gone out for this, or at least attempted to go out for it a couple of times before injuring himself before actually being able to do it. That kid, Um, but yeah, there's there's like a Brian, but man, Oshavitz, yeah. There's a tryout process, I think, and then that can get you on to uh, the the qualifiers, and then that gets you on. If you finish the qualifiers, they move you on to the finals. And even if you're super like talented at this and uh, and skilled, 
and experienced and can get pretty far, you can still very easily screw up and eliminate yourself. And that doesn't mean that you're not, you know, right. it's not worth you getting to come back next time. Right. Yeah. It just but means you have to wait a whole year times. before you can try it again. Um, it's also really They kind of cool. want you, I think, to come back more if you keep failing and you're, and you're a veteran just because, like, that makes a better story. Uh, will but will uh, it be this time? Yeah, I get It's you. also, I mean, it, that's also kind of the way they did it in Japan, too, is that you just, you keep training. You figure out where you went wrong, and then you train at that for a year. And then you come back and say, all right, let's see if I can get further. Yeah, and, and as, I, is, as I noticed oh. with the, the courses, like, yes, they did change some things, but they are still primarily in the same vein like yes. the balance is maybe not they're not spinning but it's it, whatever it's a different form of running across it, something that's wobbly yeah it's different different types of the same types like of i remember as opposed to it being the doorknobs it was those pegs that you had to pull mm -hmm. out and move yep. to the next yep. spot which okay. and they'll just do that in different cities They'll usually have like different flavors of the same thing in different cities. Like the course at the LA finals is going to be different from the course in you know some other finals. Gotcha, gotcha. The well, other cool thing about this is uh, that so back in original flavor Ninja Warrior, uh, they did a women's course. They actually had a separate course that was built more around balance than um, uh, strength. Okay, and so they did a whole separate thing for America yeah, for Ninja Warrior women, mm -hmm. and when they did American Ninja Warrior for years and years and years, they would occasionally have women try out, but you know, no no woman had ever even really come close to finishing the course until mm -hmm. like a couple of years ago. It was Kate, Casey Catanzaro made it to the top of the warped wall. She was the first woman to ever do it, mm -hmm. and now it's just it's kind of cool to see a lot of women trying it, and that they didn't really. They don't mess with the course. They're just like... It's the same okay. course, yeah. They do a thing where, um, what is it, the top two women? Yeah. yeah how, whoever to to got the, the farthest, the fastest, they get to advance no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same token, it's like you're looking at, typically speaking, women are shorter, and you've got that... Uh, that, 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 that There's no, chance, no question in my mind that that one girl that got caught in the split wouldn't have finished the course like she was she was not gassed at that point she no was doing great. it was just it was just she just like poor fucking reach <laughs> foot placement or just like she was just too short it was it was something that girl after her figured it out like because i was looking at it i'm looking at her doing it, like how could she possibly do it like at that height i can't figure out how you do it and then that other girl uh did the split but like way higher mm -hmm. yeah and she finished it. i was like oh i get it but that's also part of the game is that you if the later you are you get to watch people doing these all uh, over and over again so you get to kind of figure out the tricks of the trade right so right. typically speaking whoever goes first probably isn't going to get very far right now is is i'm assuming there are parts of the course that they have done and then there are things that they haven't done at all like are they are the contestants familiar with the obstacles that they're going to have to to overcome not before not before they get there now gotcha i mean you can kind of uh assume things there's usually the step obstacle in the beginning there's mm -hmm. usually the warped wall there's usually a salmon ladder and these are things that are like pretty prevalent in what <laughs> the yeah. various ninja gyms that now exist in this right, country right. yeah another but, special you know, props at out the end to of the, the day the, the papal ninja in, okay double jump in the, the 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 salmon wall yeah just to show off just and oh uh, there's, uh, i've seen that happen before <laughs> but there's also the um the double salmon ladder where you have to like 
go up and then a, go back a salmon down. ladder. No, 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 not go back down. There's a second one behind you that starts uh, at the top of that one. Oh. So you have to take the bar and jump it across to the other one and Ooh. then go a few more wrong. Jesus, criminy. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and I've seen people do that where they go, they're facing one direction and they'll go up and they won't turn around. They'll just flap it backwards and land backwards <laughs> and then turn around it's for the things i've seen no, on the show is no, so ridiculous no. it's so much fun to watch and and that's really why I, we love watching this show I, I i could really do without all the the fake drama that they've added to this thing someone should youtube like each episode and just take the drama out and just show yeah, the just runs. take all that and just show all the runs and at the same time this season season 10 it's so streamlined from how flabby it used to be with all the packages like oh yeah like you know 25 percent of the competitors get a backstory package no. and even those are shorter than they used to be yeah it's, i think it, enough people complained about it yeah i guess i i, I suppose so not not but, enough akbar it's a what what's what's nice about it is that it's a very it's a show that i don't have to pay a ton of attention to like i can it's not just the commercial breaks where i get up and do stuff it's like as soon as they start doing a bunch of other uh, drama backstory packages i'm just like all right play more castlevania i'm good (laughs) so it's a it's a very turn your brain off kind of show but also one that's just when you get somebody and you just see them doing a run that is just they're just breaking you can see them breaking through their own limits Mm -hmm. it's it's just really really impressive to watch is this show normally this long or is it because it was the city finals no it's it's usually this long. yeah it's usually an hour this was it's usually an hour and a half Oh, that's right yeah Yeah, this was almost yeah i feel like it was longer than that probably with the commercials it was so yeah, I was I was shocked. Like when I started cuz I I started watch, I watched this today and I turned it on and I went, "Oh shit, I don't know if I'll be able to finish the whole of this." But <laughs> I powered through. A lot of fast forwarding in certain spots. Yeah, this I don't show's need, great for that. I don't need backstory. <laughs> Click. <laughs> so, don't care where you came from. Yeah, really. Oh, you're an EMT? Fantastic. Click. <laughs> but see, that's all I needed. You're yeah. an EMT. Yeah. That, and you could tell that even before they started cuz it said EMT on its goddamn shirt. <laughs> I, I like the the ones where they're all the, what was it the military guy yeah and they had like that shot of him sitting at a table staring at his medal like yeah yes yes hey, no come on no come <laughs> what on. are you doing the bronze star all right good enough I mean this this was fun to watch I uh, you know I like seeing the clips like I will I would I get into that more than watching this whole show because there's a lot of backstory for me it's really good for like background tv and you just you know look up when somebody's actually doing a run and Mm -hmm. this is definitely not a show where you're like you can you can like it and enjoy it and want to watch it when it's on but it's never going to be like i have to catch up on ninja warrior (laughs) yeah i'm not going Mm -hmm. back a couple of seasons we haven't we haven't seen half this season it doesn't matter yeah and it's fine you know i didn't mind skipping ahead to watch this episode i was like yeah i want to watch a finals episode because we watched a handful of qualifiers so now i'm ready to watch some finals nice well chris thank you it was a lot of fun you're welcome it's a good time so all right let's take a quick break uh when we get back we're going to talk some news stay tuned drinking and driving is a terrible idea no matter how you slice it drinking while playing a driving video game Well, that's a whole other story. Sure, it's still probably a bad idea, but at least you aren't going to hurt anyone while doing it. 
Alex Watley's next article is about exactly that, as he attempts to play the latest Mario Kart game while enjoying not one, but two watermelon seasonals. Hell or high watermelon and a watermelon funk from 21st Amendment. Be sure to check out Drinking While Doing Stuff, Mario Kart 8, and Watermelon Seasonals, located in the Think Tank. It's been a pretty wild week for Super Smash Bros. fans, what with the crazy announcements and speculation running around the internet. Matt and myself are ready to add to that in our own special way with this week's episode of the Waveback Podcast. We spent time listening to the Metroid, Star Fox, and Mega Man music featured in the Super Smash Bros. series, and boy oh boy, it was a very good time. Don't miss Waveback, Episode 61, Super Smash Bros. Volume 4. The Venture Brothers have returned to TV, and they have brought with them a fresh batch of confusing questions. Just what happened between the last season finale and now? Where are all the characters? What other vague questions can we come up with to avoid actually spoiling anything? None! So let's just say, you should go read the Spoiler Brothers, The Venture Brothers and the Curse of the Haunted Problem. You could catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more, right now at GeekAid.com. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials. Let's talk some news. First up from Deadline uh, Deadline.com, uh, The Daily Show with Trevor Noah sets to cover midterm elections from Florida without a desk. Uh, apparently, they're gonna they're gonna just go on the road, and it, I, I I haven't watched this. Is that is it a big deal that he's sans desk? Like I've seen well, him every once in a while. I mean, the, traditionally, The Daily Show is a behind the desk talk show. Gotcha. So so they're good. Mm-hmm. They're gonna do. Um, Florida is a hot spot for some of the 2018 most important election issues, and they're going to do a week in the Jackie Gleason Theater for uh, what, they're, what they're calling the undesked shows. So that's neat. I, I guess it, he is a stand-up comedian. Yes. So he should be very comfortable without a desk. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. Interesting. I, you know, when it when it comes to the electoral, you know, coverage, I think the Daily Show will probably be our best bet. I find probably. it very amusing that they felt the need to explain what they meant by undesked. Like, okay, <laughs> we get it, guys. Undesk. So there's no desk. Got it. They are without desk. Not. not uh, yeah. I would agree with you that I think Daily Show is is traditionally a pretty good place for election coverage as well as uh john oliver and samantha b yeah yeah and it's they are all f- they're all from the daily show aren't they right yeah daily so show alums. It, it's it you see like it's presenting the news truthfully with a spin of humor which is refreshing as opposed to being you know continuously lied to <sighs> let's move on Okay, so we're going to cover two, I I would like to cover two uh, topics, you know, two articles at the same time. Uh, Ruby Rose has been cast as Batman, uh, Batwoman for the new CW show. Um, We discussed this, I don't know, last week or the week before that they're going to do a spinoff. She's going to show up in the Arrowverse at some point, probably in the crossover event, and then she's going to get her own show, which I'm okay with. I don't have a problem with her i she, like she's had some 
good roles and some bad roles. Um, I think she fits the role, relatively speaking, outside of... I'm not talking about the LGBTQ part of it. I'm looking at her aesthetics. She is fit. She is slender. She looks kind of badass. I'm okay with that. Apparently, I'm of the minority because the rest of the internet went nuts. (laughs) Yeah, go figure. Uh, shocking. Yeah, I'm so fucking tired of female uh, actresses getting chased off of social media by like asshole fanboys. And it's and it's crazy because she has, and it's in the the next article, which I'm gonna just try and find because the, she discusses like one of her final tweets or messages was, you know, at one point in time you said I couldn't play gay, and I've been out since I was 12. And now you're saying, I, 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 I like, no, no, I, sh- I, I, I'm not, I can't play gay because I am, like, there's, there's mixed signals. Like, she's not gay enough now. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and it's really just because there are, it, it, the people who are doing all the criticism are just don't like gay people. Yeah, probably it. Or just don't, I mean, it's probably it, more that they just don't like people in general that's also very possible but she seems to be a good fit for the role in my opinion yeah i i was i'm good with this casting i i think the only thing i ever seen her in is uh orange is the new black and yeah she was good in that works for me i mean i hated her but that was the point that was yeah, the, yeah. she was good at being disliked. what she was yeah she yeah. was in a one of the Triple X movies, too. I never saw those. I feel like she was swinging around on beads, like, you know, the, the, and fighting someone in the air. Remember that. I, we'll Ooh. see what happens. All the better to play a superhero, <laughs> There you right? go. Yeah. And, I mean, her, her performance in most of the things that I've seen her in is cold and calculated, which is, is correct for the character that she will be portraying. You know, not overly emotional. So, I don't understand why people find the need to... It's people suck. Let's move on. Let's let's move on to to good news. Hopefully. From the Hollywood Reporter. Where people don't suck. American Gladiators eyeing another (laughs) revival. Yes, please. I am so okay with this. And I think, yes, Karen, you posted this, but Chris aptly said, do it, do it right this time. Yes, because the last last one was was fun, but it had some problems. It went full WWE, didn't it? I I, I think it went even stupider. Because at least WWE has the pretense of being stupid, and this was just like, well, uh, yeah, we we got we got drama. You want some drama? I got some drama. Let's make some drama. And this guy's called Wolf. <laughs> I'll go cry in my car. <laughs> <laughs> the soup was. I loved show. it. Fun fact about the uh, the last revival of uh, American Gladiator: more than one person from that. Uh, that run ended up then moving on to American Ninja Warrior. Ooh, that's right. Nitro, right? Uh, is yeah. that the guy's name? Evan the Rocket Dollard. Rocket, that's what it, Evan the Rocket Dollard. <laughs> he wound up uh, on American Ninja Warrior. You're American Ninja, Ninja Warrior. Warrior, dorks. I love it. <laughs> um, so it, it was the original 
It was in syndication from 89 to 96. What? Was it that long ago? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Holy yeah, crackers and cheese. That was a long time ago. Go go look at the original and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that's the yeah, that's the 90s. Which was... <laughs> I no feel it was very question. reminiscent of... What was that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? The Running Man? Do you remember that one? I, I really don't. Oh, such a good movie. Um, but I my my fondest recollection was wasn't there a giant like Gatling gun that shot tennis, tennis balls? balls? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah, there was. Oh, such good times. All right, so um, they were they were talking with the people who actually own the rights to American Ninja Warrior. Nothing is official. American Gladiators. Oh, American Gladiators. Excuse me. Nothing is official. Right? I didn't miss that. Yeah, no, I don't think anything's been official okay. yet. I mean, that American Gladiators has started off pretty pretty well, and then it kind of tanked pretty quick, mm-hmm. um, just because I don't think they understood what they should be doing with the show. Yeah, 10 years ago, they tried. There was a primetime revival in 2000. I mean, Hulk Hogan was one of the hosts for Crying Out Loud. Oh, no. What you need is Terry Crews. Yes, Terry Crews. Terry Crews for everything. <laughs> Terry Crews for president. <laughs> I watched Blended the other night. He's in it like forty-seven times, just flexing those pecs of his. Anywho, I'm okay with this. I really want to see this happen. Actually, like this could be my American Ninja Warrior. With that, it was this would be my American Gladiators. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up from. <laughs> Okay, this is from foodandwine.com. Hey, I got my news from all manner of sources. All the sources. Um, HD, HGTV has outbid Lance Bass to buy the Brady Bunch house. <laughs> oh, my God. Some people just have too much money. Um, apparently, the HDTV will, like they purchased it to restore it to its 1970s glory. And film it and then regurgitate it on television over and over again. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, this is smart business for them because now they can make a show about, you know, remaking the Brady House. Yes. Yeah. And everyone will watch it because it's the Brady House. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lance Bass was a little, uh, you know, his panties were in a twist because he feels that he was used. It was a, a bidding war and you got outbid. Okay, like that's what happens with houses, and especially when a, a, a conglomerate comes in and says, "You know, no, we want this. They will buy it at any cost." And why do you want the Brady House? Why do you? I don't know, because I really loved the Brady Bunch when I was a kid. <laughs> I really loved that Brady Bunch movie when I was a kid. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. So he felt that he was used to to drive up the price, um, but then he then he said he they he was told that he won it, and then they went, oh, nope, we sold it to HGTV, or no, they sold it to a, a corporation, a corporate buyer, and it turned out to be HGTV. So there's Whatever, news. Whatever, dude. Nobody made you bid on the Brady House. Yeah, yeah. You and your, your there's a like a gaggle of people there Instagramming. Hey, look, we just got this house. No, stop it. Go do something better. And by better, I mean from the Hollywood Reporter, be like the plain white tees. 
Their song, Hey There Delilah, is going to be made into a TV series. <laughs> this is where we're at, people. It's 2018, and we're making TV shows out of songs. I'm trying to think of an, another Plain White Tees song. Were they a one-hit wonder? Were they a Wait. no-neater? Uh, there was a... Rhythm of love. Exactly. <laughs> what? Rhythm of love. I've heard that oh, one. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. That, that was their other hit. Uh, so apparently they're in talks with someone to turn that song or the basis of that song into a romantic dramedy about a long distance relationship. Yay. <sighs> okay. I liked the song. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I dig that song. I, I, hey there, Delilah. What's it like in New York City? I'm a thousand miles away. And girl, tonight you look so pretty. I remember it. I'm, I was fond. But keep, I don't think going. it needs to be turned Let's into a television. Let's the whole song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. That's episode one through ten. Um, it, this article goes to explain how it was popular for like 35 weeks. Okay? Still don't know why it's being turned into a television show. But it is. Does it say in here where, or if it's actually officially happening, or is it just a, an IP thing? The sadness channel. I think it's the IP. <laughs> All right. So there it's you go. IP situation. If we hear any more hot news about Hey There, Delilah, we'll let you know. The show. <laughs> TM. Oh, my goodness. Oddly enough, they didn't get the rights to use the song in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've been fighting over that for a while. All right. For Deadline again, uh, former Today host... <clears throat> Tamron Hall is developing a daytime talk show after striking a deal with Disney. Yay, Tamron! So I knew you would be pleased with this. Um, but isn't she more hard-hitting than daytime well, talk? Well, she's done... She's. I mean, she was a Today Show host, and then she got shit-canned when they brought in uh, Megyn Kelly. Boo. Uh, exactly, boo. Um, and boo. she does do hard news for some of the other um, NBC Universal News Networks. Uh, but I think doing a daytime talk show is more money than that. Oh, I would, yeah, I would assume so. So good for her. Okay. Especially since she got unfairly canned from the Today Show, which was a pretty sweet gig for her. So it's a, a Disney ABC thing. Um, apparently she's worked out a deal that they understand her audience and the relationship she's built with them. And that all sounds great. So... I'm sure we will hear more about this in the coming future. Karen, mm -hmm. you posted up this next one from The Hollywood Reporter about the Academy. Excuse yes. me. About the Oscars. And, um, okay, now, is are the Oscars three hours plus long? Yes. Okay. And they are now going to show... To the people there live, certain awards during like the commercial breaks, right? Mm -hmm. And they're still going to be three hours long? Yes. What in the sweet hell? Cut that shit back a little bit. You're now using the well, time during the commercial breaks. They're trying, but... <laughs> I think this is going to go horribly wrong because you're going to present awards during the commercial breaks. Okay. Uh, and what happens when people's speeches run, run long as they always do? Yeah. 
They'll have then extra commercials waiting in the You're going to come back from commercial and somebody's going to be like, and I love my mom. And that's and how I saved dad. Christmas. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. So, I mean, it's a live event, guys. you got to figure out something else. The, the, there's the shortening of the telecast, whatever. They've been trying to tighten up this show forever. But unsuccessfully uh, every year, though. Yeah, and oh. I, I, I saw so, somebody tweet about this was, was like, they were saying, like, they could drive a truck past the Dolby Theater and just whip the Oscar statuettes out at the at the winners, and people would still complain that it's too long. <laughs> One of those t-shirt cannons. Funk. You get an award. Funk. Um, another important tidbit of information in this is that they're going to be adding... A category. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I don't want to use the the what it may be nicknamed as. What was it? The Oscar for? Okay, uh, outstanding achievement in popular film. Uh huh. <laughs> so, the MTV Movie Awards. Okay. Yes. But shouldn't the Oscars represent the popular? Film industry already? Yep. Okay. So they are literally telling us by adding this that all the rest of them have nothing to do with what's being enjoyed by the people. Yeah, it's basically like it's it's a horrible idea. Nobody <laughs> nobody but the Academy is on board with this idea. It's a terrible, terrible idea. You're devaluing like you're you're devaluing the popular the entrance in the popular film category by like since they're not quote unquote eligible for the uh, you know best what motion makes picture it, or whatever what, it's okay. called other than being then, a movie right <laughs> what do you have to qualify to be in the I don't Oscars? know the academy <laughs> the academy nominates the finalists I don't know they have their criteria but if you're saying that all these popular films aren't aren't eligible for the best picture then you're saying they're not as like popular films are not as good art as these other films and vice versa you're saying these like the best picture nominees aren't you know mass appeal Mm -hmm. and it really should be like you should be aiming for both yes i concur (laughs) i do like the Uh, fact that it's like the popular film award in in parentheses, likely to be nicknamed the Popcorn Oscar. <laughs> right. We already have a Popcorn Oscar. It's, it's called, called the, the MTV, MTV Movie Literally. Awards. Literally. <laughs> it is in the shape of a, bo- a, a, a thing of popcorn. Used to be a cool, you know, uh, a spaceman. I remember that. And I, wh- I, what I've seen a lot of people say is like, this is basically um, trying to appease fans of like superhero movies um by the academy without having the academy have to admit that like that those are good movies too right boo which get bent academy <laughs> get bent academy i second that all right let's move on to tvline.com uh grant gustin defends and <laughs> he defended he okay so apparently there was a leaked image of the new flash suit and apparently there was some body shaming going on because I didn't, I don't even remember seeing the picture. And th- I just saw the picture today. And? I mean, I don't know. He just looks like, 
Just, he looks like he's 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 running straight at the camera, uh-huh. and he's bending forward, uh-huh. and so like there's some I guess creases in his stomach. The suit seems a little bit more padded than uh, the other suits. So I guess if you were a complete and total asshole, you might look at it like he's gained some weight. But he is it that he gained some weight or is yeah? That he... The actually the criticism that I saw was that people were saying he's too thin. Really. Yeah. So let's let's uh, image. Let's see. Season oh, <laughs> that was. Ooh, that's a shame. But All yeah, right. I haven't seen the leaked image either. Let's what see. season is this? Five. Season five. So, <laughs> uh, let's see what this says. We'll do some editing in a minute. Um, I, they've pulled it. God damn it! That's annoying. I don't know. He he goes on to explain how, you know, he has always been a thin guy. And as long as I can remember, even back in his Glee oh, days. Oh, I guess I see the, the image that they're the leaked image. Okay. Wow. Which is a crappy photo is. and is was like, you know, basically stolen. He was, you know, nobody, knew, he didn't know he was having his picture taken at this Is instant. he sort of turned and there's a dude sitting yeah, behind I'm, him? I'm putting uh, what I found into the uh, the chat. Okay, good, because he looks exactly the same to me. I mean, I can see it in this picture. He does look pretty thin. But yeah, but as a bigger fella like myself, he doesn't look like he has changed. <laughs> this one, see, this is where I got confused, because if you're looking at this one, which is the official image that they showed off, like, he looks pretty beefy, actually. Wait, but is that even Grant Gustin in the first one? In the, in the first, that's what I'm saying. It barely looks like him. Uh, here, let's see if I could do this, because this is riveting podcasting, by the way. <laughs> Everybody listening to us look at different pictures. Yeah, is there any way we can link these images in the yes. show notes so people can, can look at them? Yes, we can. And this is what I just saw. And it just looks a little wrinkly. Oh, it's, it'll load. There it is. And he does look thinner, but he's always been a thin dude. Where is this from? Let's visit this website. This, is, this isn't the new suit, though. This is old. Okay. I don't know. People are annoying. How's that? For yeah, I've, I'm. I'm seeing a bunch of the the picture, the first picture I sent, but that's a little bit wider too. That um, doesn't even look like him. It looks like a different dude. Yeah, kinda. Well, regardless of what picture was out there, who has? Yeah, he, no one has the right to comment on anyone else's body. Like, holy shit! Stop it. We have. We have. This is the problem. We as internet users have given the world. A, a soapbox to stand upon. And people, unfortunately, will use that for stupid reasons. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that that happens. I'm just, <laughs> my point is, Shut stop up. that shit. <laughs> Shut yes. up, people. Knock it off. <laughs> All right. That said, the new suit looks pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I saw a shot of it. Like He he posted a couple of days after this uh, this rant that he put on Instagram about not rant, but defense. Um, he he shared like a, a shot of himself, a selfie that he took in his trailer that he got permission to post. And he looks great. The suit looks great. He looks great. Whatever, man. But just don't stop. Just stop. Celebrities, regular people, whoever. Don't make comments about people's bodies. Just stop it. Worry about yourself. All right. Let's move on to the Nerdist. Um uh, I really wish I could. They had shown the st- the static image of what this looks like without 
the effect because I didn't see that. But apparently someone. It's there. I. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to, as soon as I get over to the link, I'll tell you how to find it. Okay. But go ahead. Because I clicked on the, the image to Instagram and it, sh- it didn't show me the green screen effect. It just show it just showed me the effect with without seeing mm-hmm. the green, um, but apparently there's a, a a dude somewhere or a gal I don't even know who's doing it, but they are doing Rick and Morty tattoos that work with an, an app that turns the tattoo into a portal. So like you can look at it via your cell phone and you can see Rick and Morty looking into one of their portals, and I think that's pretty cool, unless you don't have the app. <laughs> then True. it's just Rick and Morty looking into a green blob on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the, the you they basically had a tattoo with animation. Like that's just cool. If you go to the Instagram link, at the very bottom of the video you'll see two little dots. That means there's two images, so if you swipe to the left, you'll get uh, to the second image. Okay, I'm not looking at it via sh- Instagram. I'm looking at it at the the gif uh, in Embedded in the Nerdist. Gotcha. So. Yeah, if you go to the Instagram link, there's two images. One is the video with the animation. And one oh, okay. Is still oh, wow. shot of the interesting. The is it actually? It, is it portal looking? Like, is it the swirly? Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just, neat. It's just yeah. All right, I thought it would just be a green splotch. <laughs> well, that is neat. That's the future. Interactive tattoos. <sighs> Speaking of the future, check out this segue. The Office is apparently going to be turned into a musical. A musical parody, <laughs> that is. <laughs> Theatermania.com has let us know that there's an open casting call for the lead role of The Office, a musical parody. <laughs> Why is this being? Why is this a thing? Why? Just leave it Come alone, on, people. <laughs> Leave it alone. They did friends. They apparently had to do the office. <laughs> oh, 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 that no, that doesn't make sense. So, uh <laughs> the new work is the latest offering from the friends, the musical parody creators, Bob and Toby oh, Tobley. Tobley McSmith. Yeah. Okay. I just feel like that's like Toby misspelled. But okay. Um so yeah, they're looking for Michael the the the, the someone to play the role of Michael Scott. In an off-Broadway upcoming The Office, the musical parody. So if you are a theater person and you feel like called to the role of Michael Scott. The musical role of Michael Scott, not just Michael Scott. Find find audition uh, information about audition submissions through this link. The most interesting thing I thought about this was like the way they're doubling the roles. They mentioned other cast members and the same person. There's one guy who's playing Jim and Andy. <laughs> Is it the woman who's playing Pam and Aaron, and uh, like uh, all, all most of the other cast are playing multiple roles, which for the smaller characters I guess makes sense, but like to double Jim and Andy seems just strange to me. Aside from them both being white dudes, I would think they'd both be in scenes together. Which would make it that much more interesting. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> just think about it for a second. All right, let's let's move on. Variety.com is bringing us the new trailer for the marvelous Miss Mrs. Maisel. Maisel. Yay! Maisel. That show that we watched last week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Season two. The trailer looks actually a lot of fun. Um, it seems to be more of the goodness that was 
that was and is that show. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. It's 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 the the intro or the beginning of the the the, the clip is funny because it's like her and her mom sitting there, and, she, and the mom says, "You know, you know, relationships should be private." <laughs> and then she responds, "Hey, men," which is funny because she's Jewish. And the mom quickly then returns with, "So, are you dating?" That's funny. <laughs> That's their relationship. Get it? More of the same coming from uh, Midge and her mom. Midge and her mom. Um, do, 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 so that uh, Amazon is also planning Marvelous Mondays on August thirteenth, twentieth, and the twenty seventh. They're taking over select areas of Los Angeles with giveaways and Midge Maisel lookalike coloring. <laughs> look alike that's awesome (laughs) coloring the city in pink um there'll also be an outdoor screening august 9th at hollywood forever cemetery which is actually pretty cool i don't i don't know if you guys are familiar with this they do live screenings in this cemetery of all sorts of different things and it's a big it's a big thing so check that That out unfortunately has passed that date so that's also true oh wow it is the 13th holy crackers <sighs> Season two will debut later this year. Cool. Yes, no date, frustratingly enough. But it's coming. We have a trailer. That means it's real. All right, from Variety.com, Karen, is this is this a surprise that every one of the queer eye got queer eye for the straight guy folks has now an an external outside gig relating to their motif in the show? Uh. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so the, the, the food new guy is... is opening up a restaurant. The yes. fashion guy is putting out a line of jackets. <laughs> exactly. Which, uh, Kar- like, bomber jackets are kind of Karamo's signature, and I actually think it's pretty cool that he's doing them because the picture that they used for this article, you can see he's wearing like a blue sequined bomber jacket, which I fucking want. <laughs> um, and if that's what he's making, then yes, more of that. I want all of them, actually, but I especially want that blue sequined one that he's wearing in the picture. Well, it but- soon will be made available to you. Uh, I mean, this is, I mean, it's sort of tangential to TV, but I think it's good news because it means that they're being, they're so successful that they are, there's enough demand for them, which means the show is doing well and, uh, which is good because I like the show, which is just called Queer Eye, by the way. The new show is just, there's no straight guy. Oh, I apologize. Queer Eye, folks. Or if you are my almost two-year-old daughter, it's called Quiet. Quiet. Oh, <laughs> let me watch Quiet. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. It's her favorite show, you guys. I don't believe it's that. It's her favorite show. I don't believe that. All right, next up from Hollywood. Then you come to my house when she gets up at five thirty in the morning, and you can see for yourself how she asks for her bottle and to watch Quiet. <laughs> she is so her mother's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> she is. It's either that or the breakfast burrito. So. <laughs> Hollywood Reporter also brings us some uh, images of the new Netflix series, uh, the Sabrina. Ooh, what is the full title? Because it's like something dark and something mysterious. about Sabrina Spellman, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> okay, so Kieran Shipka is Kiernan Shipka. Kiernan Shipka. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am horrible at names. Um, you just get a couple of stills from the upcoming Sabrina series that's going to hit Netflix. We talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, she looks younger than I expected, and the show looks darker than I expected. It's seriously dark. And then I, you know, in here it's somewhere it says it's coming from the mastermind of Riverdale, and it's like, oh, that is such a oh. weak definition of mastermind. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it it makes a shit ton of sense when you put those two pieces together. Oh yeah, it's it's an Archie property. So there you go. And they did this in the comics too. They did um, yeah. Afterlife with Archie, and then they followed it up with a super dark uh, Sabrina as well. So just... yeah, but like this 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 second image of her in a circle of witches and I don't know. Just it just looks darker than I expected. I expected. I read somewhere that that was like her baptism as an official witch or something like that. Some kind of ceremonial rite on the show. Gotcha. Well, you can check those out. Um, the first ten episodes will be released on October twenty sixth on Netflix. Check it out. All right. So let's let's cover um, the next one. Apparently, Chris Hardwick is back. Not everybody is pleased with that. Uh, we'll just, I'll credit the page six article, page six.com, uh, lets us know that Chris is back. A bunch of people from the studio in which he's working, AMC, I guess, um, a staff of approximately 25 people have fled since AMC announced Hardwick would return. Um, Hardwick came back. He thanked everybody for support, did not mention why they were or what he needed support for, and then moved on. So, um, Mm -hmm. later on, um, it is stated that uh, Chloe Dykstra, which is the woman, his ex, uh, she tweeted out saying, hey, I 100% stand by every single word of my, my essay. I uh, made sure it was unbellished, factual, unembellished, factual, and that I had evidence to back it up in order to protect myself myself in a ca- in case of actual litigation, not a network investigation where I'm not protected. So, yeah. I wish I had a source for this, um, but I did hear. Uh, so, I, you know, please don't sue me. This is speculation, but I heard somewhere that the in the network investigation was conducted by uh, a Hearst, and uh, oh, that's shocking. his in-laws. Yeah. So, super great investigation, guys. If, if that is in fact the case, which I believe it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, real quick from the Hollywood Reporter also. Um, I don't even know when we were talking about this. Did we Did we actually mention that that Ruby Rose quit Twitter? Like there was a, a backlash? Yes, we did. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, we will tag another article in the show notes. Um, just going into more detail how people suck. So there's that. Um, I, so I'm just going to read the title for this one um because i didn't read the article either because i just i just i just followed chris's lead uh it states i'm not going to read this article i just love the headline exclusive legends of tomorrow season four adding recurring wolf creature (laughs) sold (laughs) okay i'm in that's all i need to know (laughs) i mean i'm still not watching it but i'm it's now i know exactly where that show is so apparently uh Legends involves Constantine, and that's mystical arts and stuff like that. So apparently they're just going to put a, a, a werewolfian 
<laughs> kind of. Legends of Tomorrow. We swear we're not grim. <laughs> it's just <laughs> unbelievable. All right. That's it. I'm I'm sure that that is going to be awesome for the people that watch it. Yes. Yeah, I mean that uh, how can that CG be bad, honestly? Really? Oh, CG Wolfman. I'm <laughs> um, no, not really. Oh, okay. Cuz I could I could go into great detail about how it could be bad. Look I at the exactly image how. on the screen. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm like that's what I'm basing it on. Woof. <laughs> yeah. That looks bad. That looks bad. But I you know what? I may just tune in to see what happens just to see it. Tell us all about it. Just out of weird, morbid curiosity. Yeah, make curiosity. a 60-second summary about it. Ooh, yes. Ooh, I'll have to take a look at that. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna grace it anymore. There's another. We'll link another article about Chris Hardwick's tearful return to The Talking Dead and how he thanked everybody. Yeah, I just found a second article that went uh, a little bit more in depth into what his uh, what he said on the show and stuff. I just thought it was a. You know something. It's yeah. It's I I surmised, um, but I don't. I don't feel it was done correctly. I don't think there is a correct way to do it. I. The correct I, way is he doesn't come back. Yeah, I mean, look, I I'm not gonna say that I am a litigator and that I know the truth <laughs> with, with beyond the shadow of doubt. I don't know the truth. I tend to side with uh, uh the lady in this situation. I don't see what she would gain from not specifically not naming this guy in her uh um blog or whatever it was the what what she call it the essay her, essay her essay i don't know just seems I, I, weird i am i was a little surprised that uh it was just like okay all, all is forgiven chris gets his show back his name's back on the nerdist uh you know no harm no foul yep like just like in disney when there's an accident hose off the rod and keep it moving that's it <laughs> Son of a bitch! All right, I'm done. That's all the news, Chris. God, I, 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 this world is so disheartening sometimes. <sighs> you can get in touch with us at mailageekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Webcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can people find you? Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com where we post something new as often as we can. Hi, Mike and Lexi. Thanks for listening to our show. Back to you, Evan. <laughs> Hello, Mike and Lexi. All right. Um, it's my turn, right? You, it is. Okay. We are, however, we have a programming note, yeah, which is that... We're, you're go not, ahead. You, we, there's a couple of... Is it a couple of weeks or just the one week? Just the one. Okay. Yeah, so next week. Next week... Um, well, go ahead, Chris. And Karen, you guys are going away, right? You're mm-hmm. vacay, vacay yes, in a away. Yes, a little mini, mini break. Okay. And it is this the one that's involved with Stone Age? Yep. Look at you. You can you can discuss that if you'd like. 
I don't know what there is to say. All right. Going on vacation with the, the folks at, from strangegamer.com. Nice. All right, so... They're nice people. You have we two like weeks for, for this homework, people. And, Karen, you and I discussed this a while ago, and I forgot to bring it back up. Um, we're going to watch Angel. Season, oh, yay! Season 5, episode 14, Smile Time. Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> the creepiest <laughs> I can't believe this is going to be Chris's... Ever. <laughs> This is going to be one of. And, you know, and I, as soon I as you told me that Chris, angel, but... yeah, we watched most of the first season. I think. Oh god. Okay. I, as soon as you told me that you did not have all the experience of Angel, I wanted this episode to be the one that we discussed. So, your homework, people: Angel, season five, episode fourteen, Smile Time. Yay! All right, peep. That's it uh, from all of us here at this week's episode. I'm Evan. I'm Karen. I see you. <laughs> Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.